everybody, and welcome back to the Let's Go For A Walk podcast with me, your host, Sierra Rudin. Today, we have Ashley Kistemacher on the podcast. She's been my friend for a long time, and she has so much wisdom and discernment, and I'm just so excited for you guys to hear from her. So let's get right into it and go for a walk with Ashley. Okay. Hi, Ashley. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. Yes. All right. So... This is Ashley Kistemacher. Um, tell the listeners a little bit, a little bit about yourself. Sure, I am Ashley Kistenmacher. I'm a freshman at UNI. Um, I'm currently majoring in family services and psychology, and I'm minoring in gerontology, which is really fun. I like it a lot so far, so that's awesome. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I'm from Urbandale, Iowa. I graduated from Urbandale High School. So shout out to everyone who goes to Urbandale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jayhawks. So we graduated together. Yes, we did. Yes. That's how we know each other. And then she followed me to you and I. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I couldn't live without her. So I followed her here. <laughs> no, but we seriously love it. It's so fun. And I, you and I. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you came. Me too. I love it. It's so fun. Amazing. Wow. Okay. So, also, if you guys can't tell, Ashley's voice is, is so bad. <laughs> it is literally gone. I can't talk. Um, but it didn't stop us. Here we are doing our podcast. Um, yeah. So, why, why is your voice like this, Ashley? Yeah. So, yesterday, we... <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Ashley and I are chaos leaders. So, what that is, is it's a junior high ministry here in Cedar Falls, in the Cedar Valley. And it's just like... 200 high junior high kids and seventh yeah. through ninth grade because that's what junior high is here and they're so cool and awesome yeah and um yeah so, so yesterday we were at the event you want to tell yeah me about that? so the event we were just going around the cedar valley doing a bunch of fun things we did things like get air ninja U, which is so fun it's crazy <laughs> uh we did axe throwing um a real life among us yeah that was crazy it was crazy so we did a <laughs> bunch of these fun things and then we were yelling and screaming and we were on buses so like all the kids were on different buses there were four buses yeah and we were bus leaders and so we run around the cedar valley on these buses going to all these places for yeah. literally 10 hours straight we like, were with them for a total of 12 hours by the end of the day crazy yeah and we ate a bunch of food like every single stop was like a new food like chick-fil-a mm-hmm. or four queens that's the ice cream, ice cream. shop here yeah yeah. Um, we had Hertz Donuts. Pie. <laughs> Pie. So good. Oh my gosh. But we, well, we worked it all off because we were at Get Air. Yeah. And so don't worry about it. Don't worry about yeah. it. In case you were worried. <laughs> um, <laughs> we worked it all off. But yeah, well, during that, we went crazy, of course. Yeah. We had cheers for our buses because mm-hmm. it was a competition. Each bus was competing against each other. Right. And yeah, so our bus didn't win. Of course. My bus won, in case you're wondering. <laughs> of course. Of course. I was yelling, screaming, you know, that's what you do you at middle school to. events. Yes. You're with a bunch of middle schoolers. <laughs> and I lost my voice. But it was worth it. Yeah. It was so fun. Oh yeah. It Best was so day. worth it. Best so yeah, day. that's why her voice is it's gone. Awful. Horrible. <laughs> Terrible. That's why. Now you know. Yeah. So yeah. anyways, um <laughs> background. <laughs> Let's get into our topic. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So our topic today is kind of like just decision making and what that means as a believer mm-hmm. um in our life. So Ashley, what do you wish you would have known sooner about decision making as a Christ follower? Yeah, so one thing I wish I would have known sooner about making decisions is just that you can't go outside of God's will in those things. His um you can't ruin his plan, his plan is good and ultimately we're not in control of it. And so mm-hmm. There's no way for me to make a decision that is going to ruin his his plan and his will for my life. Um, and so that takes off a lot of pressure off of us because 
we just know that we're we're not in control and um that as long as we're doing what we're called to be we can't go outside of his will um yeah i think that's about yeah it. i love that something that i always go back to is in romans twelve two mm. when it says do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you'll be able to test and approve what god's will is his good pleasing and perfect will yeah like when you break down those words like good pleasing and perfect and mm-hmm. like if we think that it's perfect and we can't mess it up if we're trying to live it out. Right. If we're trying to make decisions based on that, we cannot mess it up because it already is perfect. Right. Which, I, yeah, that's really good. I love that. Yeah. So one big thing that I think plays in here is the difference between God's expressed and revealed will and his sovereign will. Mm. Um, and so the difference between those, God's expressed will and revealed will is things that we can find in the Bible where it says, this is God's will for your life. And Sierra just read an example of that. Um and so we know that we're called to to glorify God in everything that we do and just live out God live out the expressed will that we see in the Bible. Um but then also God's sovereign will is his overall will for everything that's going on in mm-hmm. our lives. And so when something like a death in our family happens, that's ex- an example of God's sovereign will. We don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um and it's really hard, but also that's part of his sovereign will. And so I think just distinguishing between God's sovereign will and his expressed and revealed will is important to understand yes. as we start talking yes. about this. And like as we're talking about this, we're talking about his expressed will. Yeah. Like Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna be talking about how we can take what we know is God's will based on the Bible, um, and then live that out and mm. use that to make decisions and um yeah, just living that out based on what we know from the bible yeah that's good that's good distinguish to make because that can get really confusing yeah really easily yeah so that's good mm-hmm. that's awesome so um what has it looked like in your life to make decisions as a christ follower like in that realm of his expressed will okay so one perfect example of this is recently um, i've had a kind of big decision to make here at college uh, when i first came to you and i i joined two ministries a college ministry and a junior high ministry. Um, so I'm a leader at the junior high ministry. I What we were just talking about. Yeah, the chaos. Yeah. <laughs> we were on buses all day. Yeah. Um, and so I came to the point where we're starting to look into next year and leadership next year. And so I was trying to make a decision between leading at the college ministry or leading youth at the youth ministry with middle schoolers. And so um, I just felt really kind of just heavy like going yeah. into this because it's a hard decision to make yeah which one's right which one's wrong yeah should I be at the college ministry ministering to college students or should I be at the junior high ministry um and so yeah I start to feel a little heavy just trying to make this deci- decision yeah um and after a while I realized that either decision is a good decision both areas I'm going to be ministering to people and we're called to do that that's part of God's will is to to minister to people and love people and, um, you know, tell them about the gospel. And so at either ministry, I would have been doing that. And so I couldn't mess up there. Um, and then I started to look at my gifts and what I enjoyed doing. Um, and I just really love middle schoolers, which is funny because some people really don't, (laughs) (laughs) but I really do. And so that kind of helped me to discern too, like which ministry I should be at college or middle school and so I came to the decision to to work at the middle school ministry next year which I'm super excited but yeah. for a while that was a hard decision to make just because I was like 
where am I supposed to be, God? What one do you want me at? And of course, I didn't hear this big booming voice telling me, go to this place, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I, for a while, I struggled with it. But yeah, it was cool to be able to look at scripture and say, what do I know I'm supposed to be doing? And where can I live this out best? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's kind of how I went through that decision and what that looked like. Um yeah, that's so cool. That's really cool. I also love how like the entire time you're like, okay, well, God, what do you want me to do? Right. And it's like, and I think that as long as we're asking that question, mm-hmm. that's the first place to start. Like, are you asking the question, God, what do you want me to do? Or what do I want to do? Which I think is part of it is what does God give me the gifts to want to do? Um, right. Which is what you're talking about too. But that when you can start like, okay, God, where do you want me? Yeah. And that's like the biggest thing. When you can say that, then you're going to go on the right path. Yeah. No matter what. One thing I've heard... <clears throat> is joy when you're making decisions. So Jesus, others, and then yourself. Like that should be the order of things you're looking at. Okay. Um. And so first you should be asking, Jesus, where do you want me? What do you want me to be doing? How can I glorify you and wherever I'm going to go? Um. And then others, wherever I go, am I going to be pouring into others? Like what is, what is it going to look like for me to go and love on these people or to disciple them or tell them about the gospel mm-hmm. and so that should be our second priority and then yourself um most of the time where you're called to be is not going to be super comfortable um and so that's why we have to put ourselves last because if we made the decision on comfort first yeah we would not choose to go to those hard places yes. and that's where really i feel like a lot of times we're called to the hard places yeah though it's going to be yes uncomfortable so that's so good i've never heard that before that's yeah, really joy. cool that's good <laughs> joy yeah. okay everyone go out and do joy that's the end of the episode i'm kidding yeah okay. we're done. <laughs> that's all we have that's all that's all so going off of the joy acronym what practical advice would you give to someone who's trying to make a decision um to align more with god's will yeah so i think that the biggest thing i would say is just go to god's word and um look to see what god's word says about it mm-hmm. um that's super important just because we want to make sure that we're aligning ourselves with God's heart and God expresses himself in the Bible. And so that's the best place we can go to see that. That's where he tells us right. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, a really good and easy example about this would be a dating relationship. You're interested in this boy. He's super cute. And so you're trying to decide <laughs> if you should pursue a relationship with him. Um, and so in that situation, we would go to God's word and um, God's word talks about not being unequ- unequally yoked and um, making sure that our spouse is going to be someone that we can both pursue Christ with. And um, we should be looking for someone in a dating relationship that's putting Christ first above everything else. And so we can go to God's word and see those things. And then that can help us to determine, yes, this boy is living that out. And um, so I can pers- I can see myself pursuing a relationship with them, whether it works out or not, or no, this person isn't pursuing Christ and isn't living out the word. And so I'm going to save myself from the hurt and pain. I'm not yeah. going to pursue a relationship yeah. with this person. That's a great um, example. Yeah. Yeah. So going to God's word, I think, is first and foremost, the first thing we should do um, with praying. Of course, we should always pray about our decision making. Yes. Yeah. So we were just talking about prayer. And so... Um, just praying about every single decision you're making is so important. Um, not because you're necessarily going to hear directly from God telling you, 
um, in your prayer to go do something or make this decision, but even the act of praying, you're you're submitting yourself to God's will and you're telling him, I'm handing this decision over to you and I'm giving you control of it. Um, And that in itself is just aligning your heart with his. It shows like your your will to surrender. Um, And so that is really, really important. Um, Just praying about every decision we're making. Yeah. And that's, and when you do that, you're going to, it's going to be more, it's going to be easier to like seek understanding and to see what you should do because you're more focused on what he wants because you are submitting it over. Yeah. So you're going to be more, it's going to, it's going to be clearer to have more direction Mm -hmm. because you've like, you've opened your arms and let him into your situation. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't let him come into your situation, then he's never going to guide you through it because you're not going to be looking for him to guide you through it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, just understanding that there's power in prayer and that's an important thing, especially when we're making big life decisions because, um, yeah, we want his guidance in all the decisions we're making. And so asking him, asking him for that is so, so important. Yes. That just like gives him space to like come into your situation and meet you in your situation. Right. And then you aren't feeling like you always have to do everything on your own. Like Mm -hmm. he's going to help you make this decision. He's going to help you move on in this, whatever it is. Yeah. Because you let him get into that space to do that for you. Right. Okay. And another thing with praying is just to pray um, for God to give you the desire to glorify him in all your decisions. Mm -hmm. Another thing with prayer is just to... Pray and ask God to give you the desire to glorify him in the decisions you're making. Mm. Pray and ask him for the desire um, to want to do the thing that he's calling you to do. Um, When we ask God to give us those type of things, he's not going to say no. He wants us to glorify him in in all things that we do. Um, And so he's not going to reject us, those things that we're praying for. Um, Another thing I think is just pray for peace in the decision. Um, because God can give us peace that is above our understanding. And it talks about that in Philippians, yes, just praying. All under, yeah. yeah, yeah. He can give us peace that isn't going to make sense to the people around us. We can be in the midst of the hardest possible decision and we can have peace about it because God has the ability to do that. And so pray for that and ask for that. You might not always receive it, but God has the ability to give you peace in your decision making. And, and not so, even like peace after the decision, not like not exactly peace after the decision right where you're like okay i made the right decision because i have peace about it mm-hmm. because you're not always going to get that because sometimes it's really hard to do things and you don't really and god's going to show you along the way right if it's the right thing or not you know yeah but but peace in the midst of it yeah it's because you because you know that he is greater mm-hmm. and he has it under control like right. ask him to give you peace right now which he can always do that. Yeah. And he can you can have peace all the time because we have Jesus. Right. So ask for peace in the midst of your decision making so that it's not something that's stressful because you know he already has it under control. Yeah. He already has it and he already is going to – he already has a perfect right. plan that you can't mess up. And yeah. the more you can have peace about it, the more you're going to be able to tell what glorifies him and what aligns with his plan. Right. Because you aren't stressed about all the other factors that yeah. are going into it. Yeah. And – and the peace also comes from trusting that in his ability to um, control the circumstances. When we lack to trust him in those things, we're kind of saying, God, you don't have the ability to do this, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to give it over to you. Um, God, I don't trust you in this, and so I'm going to try and figure it out for myself. I'm going to make the decision on my own. And so, um, yeah, I think that's 
sometimes we have that mentality of I can fix it, I can fix it, I can fix it. In reality, that's kind of rejecting who God is, really, his sovereignty over our lives and over our situations. Yeah, that is so good. Yeah, it's kind of convicting because we've all been there. We've all been the person to want to control our situations. But yeah, it's important, I think, to realize that by doing that, we're discounting his abilities and his sovereignty so yeah wow that's so good so prayer can go a long way Mm -hmm. yeah okay so along with going to god's word first and foremost to see um if how he calls us to live fits with our decision that we're about to make and praying about that decision um another really important thing is community having wise counsel is so important and um proverbs talks a lot about that and how um the wise are the ones that seek out advice and counsel from people who are trustworthy and who are in the word. Yes. Um, what does that mean? Trustworthy and in the word. Like what, yeah. what advice and community are you talking about here? Yeah. So when you're looking for advice in these kind of situations, you want to go to people who are actively pursuing Christ um, and who are in their word um, consistently and who are um you know living this out themselves yes because that's how you know that they're gonna also point you to the word first yes and give you advice based on the word and give you biblical truths um to help you make your decisions and so having those trustworthy um friends who are pursuing christ those are the kind of people that you want to go to first yes what i like that you said about that when you were talking about community was that you didn't say people who go to church every Sunday or people who um, say they're a Christian or people who are or talk about being a believer. It's people who are actively pursuing Christ and are in a relationship with Christ. It's people who are in the word every day. It's people who um, like have passion for Jesus and you can like tell that in their life and you can see in their life how they make decisions based on God's word, right. word and how they go about their decisions. That is an example that we want to follow right. because that is so different mm-hmm. than going to a lukewarm Christian for right. that. We need people who are going to speak what God wants us to hear, not what they want us mm-hmm. to hear. Yeah. We need people who are going to speak what God is. Because if God is already pouring into them, they're mm-hmm. going to pour God out to you. Right. And then your decision is going to be, it's going to be clearer. And you're going to hear that inaudible voice of God that he is going to use them right. to tell you that through. Yeah. But they have to have that spirit in them and the spirit willing in order to do that. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's so important is to distinguish between those who are living out the word and those who say they are, but they might not necessarily be actually doing it. Yeah. Um, I think it's so, so easy to go to people who we know are going to affirm what we want to hear. And it's so easy to do, but we sometimes can go to people because we want to justify our actions or our decisions. And so we go to them and say, here's what just happened. And they'll say, yeah, 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 you're so right. You were so justified in your behavior. You know, they affirm our decisions. But in reality, what we need is people who are going to challenge us and point out the ways that we might not have done something correctly and say, actually, the word says this about the situation. And are going to point us back to the word and not just affirm what we want to hear. Yes. And that might be hard. Like, yeah, it's probably in some certain, in some certain situations, it might be the person that you don't want to go to. Right. It's probably the person that you don't want to go to. It's yeah. probably the person that's going to tell you what God actually wants you to hear and not what your flesh wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so, so sometimes yeah. the person we really need to go to for advice is, like Zero was saying, the person we don't want to because we know we'll get the truth from them. Yes. Um, and sometimes it's hard to face the truth. So a perfect example of this is when we make a bad decision and we really do not want to tell our parents about this bad decision because we know that they're going to tell us it was a bad decision and so instead of telling our parents we go and tell our friends and all of our friends are like you made a great decision that's so cool that's so cool (laughs) you're so cool for that good job and so we go to our friends who are going to affirm and justify our actions in reality we should be going to our parents who are going to speak truth into us and say actually that was wrong and here's how you could have done better um and so that's kind of what we're talking about is just having community of people who are going to point you back to the word and call you out for things that you might not have done right because that's how you grow and that's how you learn um and just being justified in your actions is actually not very helpful yes and like that's like that goes for like in the moment decision making like i need to make the decision and i really need i need truth and i need people to you know just kind of point me in the way that i need to go and then also i like like that example like after the fact you made a bad decision okay how can i more align with god's will and now that to re-steer onto the path so that i can use this for his glory and he can be glorified in this so that i don't keep going down the wrong path with that and people that you can go to to tell you that too right so it's like it's like both like decision making isn't just like in the moment it's after the fact too Mm -hmm. because it's not and none of it is a wrong i mean yes there are wrong decisions but in god's will you're not gonna like totally like make a awful decision if you're trying to align with his will but sometimes you might need to be like steered back to just get more more and more aligned with it which is the whole goal of it is to be more and more aligned with what he wants for your life yeah so in the when you're in the midst of a decision this community is also super important like you were saying like this is going to be the people who are going to say actually let's look at the word let's look at the word together and see what it says let me pray for you let me encourage you in this this is a hard decision you're making but let me point you to truth and um these are going to be the people who are going to speak truth to you in the midst of the decision making and so that's so important and and then also to have people like in that moment that after the decision's over they kind of know how you went about it and where you're at so then they can they are in the moment i don't know yeah they've been with you throughout the whole process they've been you know they come they came alongside you and helped you to make the decision and so after the decision is made and you're living out whatever that looks like they're going to be there to encourage you in that and say you know what you went you prayed about this you looked at the word you sought wise counsel even though it might be hard right now you're doing the right thing yeah um and so to affirm you in that place to because you, yeah. the devil is going to try to tell you that you messed up or you, you made, made the, the wrong, wrong decision. decision yes exactly yeah. he's going to try to t- attack you because you're doing god's will so it's good to have those people that are going to stick by you even after that decision's over to be like hey you're still doing god's will and you don't get to listen to these lies that are trying to attack you right now yeah you're so right yeah that's so cool okay and one more thing with community that i think is really important is like having like that close group of community that you know is going to lead you to christ but it doesn't need to be the entire church mm-hmm. like it doesn't need to be all of your ministry or your entire like group life group or c group or whatever it maybe it's normally just like three four five people because i think something that was really hard for me i was trying to make a decision and i i was everyone was like telling me their opinion mm-hmm. and even though like a lot, most of the people were very good christian people that i wanted to hear their opinion and i valued a lot having 
20 different opinions when I'm trying to make a decision is not helpful yeah. and is not going to lead me in the right way. And it just is more confusing. Mm-hmm. So finding like those four or five people that you can get other because not every single person's perfect. So having multiple opinions is good yes, to yes. help you make a decision, but not like so many that it's overwhelming and then you can't make decisions anyways. Yeah. So just kind of like think about like the core group for you and what that means, mm-hmm. which I think is valid. Not, yeah. Not everyone has to be your person. Yeah. Yeah. That's so important. I agree with, with what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, is there anything else about community that you would like to touch on? This is a big this is a big part of of the today's episode because God did not create us to do life alone mm-hmm. and he called us to be in community with others and that's why we have the church and that's why we have our communities and that is actually a command from God that's something that we see in the Bible. So when we go to the Bible and we ask and we look at about decision making, he calls us to make decisions along other people who are going to speak truth into us. So that's why we're really hitting this hard. So what is there anything else with that that you'd like to add? Yeah. So one last thing, um, when we're seeking counsel and, um, decision-making, I think it's so, so, so important to seek advice from people from different stages of life. Um, and so seek advice from your friends. That's great, especially if they're in the word, but seek advice from people who are older than you and might have gone through the situation Mm -hmm. or, or just have more life experience in general, seek advice from them and seek wisdom from them just in all aspects of life, but especially when you're making a decision, um, it's so important to have multiple people speaking truth into you, but also people from different stages of life speaking truth into you just because, um, you know, people who are older than us have more experience with yeah. life. and They, they might, might see something that we didn't can't see. see. Yeah. Like we can't see or our friends aren't going to see because right. they can see more because they've been through more. Yeah, exactly. Which is so true. I love that. Yeah. So I think that's super important just to um, seek wise counsel from those who are older than you and yeah. alongside those who are um, your same age. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So is there anything else with um, decision making that we should do when we're looking at this and think about? Yeah. So the final thing, along with looking to God's word, um, praying about decisions, seeking wise counsel in our decision making, um, the last thing is looking at our giftings and things that we enjoy doing in our passions. Um, God has gifted us each uniquely and in, in unique ways. And so we should use those giftings to glorify him. And so when you're trying to make a decision, look at the things that you enjoy doing and looking at the area, look at the areas you're gifted in. Um, and then the passions that God has given you because he does give us things that right. we like to do and that we're good at and things that he wants us to do. And he wants to use those for his glory. So right. look at where am I using the things that God has given me and wants me to use for his glory for his glory. And how can I do that? Yeah. So a perfect example is my situation with the middle school ministry. I just feel like I am gifted with middle schoolers. I love to hang out with them. I enjoy doing it. Um, I feel like I like to I can minister to them better than I could have ministered to college students and so when I was making my decision um about middle school ministry or college ministry I chose to go with middle school ministry because that's where my giftings lie that's where I would be able to glorify God the most because that's where I felt comfortable and that's um an area that I um enjoyed yeah being in and so yeah, just looking awesome. looking at where your gifts lie and then how you can expand those and or use those the best to glorify God. Yeah. I think it's really important. That is awesome. Yeah. That's so important. And that's something that like God gives us and mm-hmm. he wants us to use for his glory. So at, see if you're using it for his glory. Yeah, look for ways that you can use yes. it more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because he gives us all different passions. I think right. that 
just how can I live out those the most? Yeah. Which is so true. So good. Something that I feel like I hear a lot or see a lot or even do a lot is like we think about decision making and God's will for our life. Um, A lot of people, and I even used to do this myself, um, would say like, okay, well, I don't have to worry about it because I can worry about that when I have a job and I have figured out what I'm supposed to do and what God wants me to do or I don't know until I'm married and I figured that out and like once I kind of figured out like that part of my life like this like 20 year old stage kind of once I get past that then I can be more intentional and like God actually wants me to live that's when I can like start living God's will for my life yeah um what would you say to people like that that are just kind of stuck because they feel like they don't get to live out what God wants them to until that experience happens or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, I think I would say that we are, as soon as we become believers, we're called to live out God's will right then and there. Um, and so in Romans, it talks about how we have been crucified with Christ. Actually, Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives within me. In this life, I now live in the flesh. I live by faith and the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And so we've been crucified to our old lives. And so as soon as we become believers, we are living a new life in Christ. Wow. Um, and so I just would say live out God's will for your life now. Live out um, your salvation now because that's what we've been called to do. And um, you can do it now, you know, whatever – stage of life you're at there's always ways that you can be growing and bettering yourself and living out God's will so a perfect example of this is when you're in school one time I heard that you'll never be in a position in your life again where you go to the same place every single day see the same people every single day um and have the chance to witness to them like school is a huge mission field and you're set up with the same people every single day and you have the chance to witness to them every single day like yeah once you get a job I guess you might be working with the same people but school is such a great opportunity to live out our calling um and so that's just an example of when you're young and you think that you have to wait until you have a job or you have kids to witness more wisdom yeah to share the gospel like you can share it now yeah that's yeah that's not true you can you can live out God's will for your life right here and yes. now in school. In fact, he's given you a great opportunity to do that. And so it's just a matter of recognizing that and then, you know, doing it, living it out. And so, yes. Yeah. And like the more that I like focus on glorifying God in every single thing I do, the more like when I get to like the real world with a real job and stuff, I'm going to be doing that because I've already been doing that this entire time. Right. Glorifying Christ with uh, making that there's the sole purpose of my life with everything I do is going to make it so much easier to do that when I get into those situations where I am making really, really big decisions. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so much easier because I've already been practicing that and doing that when my life started the day I gave up my life for Christ. Yeah. To, yeah, so that's, yeah. So mm-hmm. start today. Yeah, start today. You can live out his will wherever you are, however old you are, um, whatever your circumstances are, you can you can live that out. Yes, in whatever decision you're making. Mm-hmm. So if you are in the midst of a decision, big or small, also sometimes we minimize the importance and significance of our situation because we compare it to 
other decisions or other people's decision making or situations that they're in. And I just want you to know like every single decision and a situation you're in is important to Christ, no matter how big or small it is. And he wants you to make it a big deal because it is a big deal. And he wants to be there with you and he wants to hear you. And it's not just like, oh, this is like so stupid. I can just make this myself. Like, no, every single thing that we do should be to glorify Christ. And so we should welcome him into that situation, no matter how big or small it is, because he thinks that he thinks every single one is so important. Yeah. He wants you to surrender all of your decision-making over to him. He yes. wants to be a part of it all. Yes. So. No matter what it is. Yeah. So don't like small. think, oh, I don't need to do any of this because my thing's stupid. Like, no, it's not stupid. It's, it's, it's important to him and it's important to Christians and it's important to the community and to the church. Yeah. So make it a big deal and do it. So I think that just to kind of wrap this up. Um, we would challenge you to go through these steps and whatever decision you are making, um, whatever situation you're in, look to the word, see what God says about it. Start praying right away. Don't wait to pray until you figure it out. Start praying now so that he can be in the middle of your situation where you're at and meet you where you're at right now. And then seek wise counsel. Find those two, three, four people that are going to speak truth into you. Not maybe what you want to hear, but what God wants you to hear. And then see what you're passionate about and what God wants you to do and the gifts that he's led you to and whatever situation that might be, just see where he was pointing you with your passions and what he's putting on your heart to desire. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of today's topic. And yeah. We made it through. Ashley's voice made it through. I know. It's starting to die. <laughs> I, it's at the it end. We're cut hurts. off. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. We finished. We made it. <laughs> Okay. I guess we're not done yet. We still have song suggestions. Um, yeah. So, Ashley, what is your song suggestion? My first one is called Meet Your Maker by John Mark Pantana. It's super good. I feel like it just has good. It's like slow and I like I hate the word vibes, but the song has good vibes. So okay, I'm perfect. Word. Wow, I didn't know you didn't like that word. I uh, yeah, I'm not a fan, but I say okay. that a lot. Uh, it's fine when you say it. <laughs> oh, you're uh, just saying that because you're on my podcast. No. No. <laughs> but anyways, that song is good. I like that one a lot. And then another one I really like is called New Wine by Hillsong Worship. Um, the lyrics in this one are really, really good. So if you get a chance to listen, listen to the lyrics. Um, it kind of just talks about how in each season of our life um, – God's using it and God's growing us through it. And so that's a really good song, too. That's good for what we talked about today, too. Yeah. Wow. Did you plan that? I didn't, but (laughs) you're right. I'm kind of awesome. Yeah, she is. She is awesome. Thank you. Okay. My song suggestion. Um, So I'm going to do another Maverick City Music, even though I just requested them two weeks ago. But they came out with a new album. What? Yeah. I did not know that. There you go. I'll go listen to it. They came out with a new album on Friday. So very recent. Yeah. Yeah. And I literally, all I, that's all I've listened to since they came out with it. I probably listened to it like six times. And, but it is so good and it's amazing and it's awesome study music too. Ooh. If you're a college student or high school student and need something to just put in the background, amazing. Um, but my favorite one, oh, they're all so good. You need to listen to the whole album. It's called Jubilee by okay. Maverick City Music. So listen okay. to the whole album. But I think the one I'm going to suggest today is Jubilee. It's the first one on the album also the name of the album that works out really well um and it's just like this really fun hype song that like is just people excited about their salvation yeah it's like they're just like 
yeah, like this is a sound of jubilee because I'm saved and look at the people shouting just how awesome Christ is because of the salvation they have. Wow. And I don't, there's not very songs out like that. Yeah. And it's just like exciting. I love dancing to it and it's Yay. good good vibes. Ew. So <laughs> good vibes. It's okay. That's... I'm going to go listen to it right now. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the end of today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks so much for listening. Um, <laughs> ready? Yeah. Go, go out and walk by faith. faith. Today. Today. <laughs> Yay. Bye. Bye.